everyone. I am Annoying Artist, and this is Tom Girl Podcast. I don't even know what episode this is because I lose count. It's really hard for me to keep up. So it's either episode 12 or 13. Um, I'm going to title this Still Writing in My Diary Part 1, parentheses, Ariana. So what's up? Like, how y'all doing? What y'all been up to? This has been like one crazy, emotional, hectic week for me. You guys know that I always start my podcast off with a week in review, just to let you guys know where I've been, what I've been up to, how I'm doing, how things are going, you know, with me, <laughs> annoying artist. So uh, this week was just real, I don't know, like emotional. Like this was a week for me to like really, really practice self-care and just, you know, take care of myself and like what I need and like what I have going on. Um, because I just go so hard, you know, I'm such a career driven person, career finances, all of that to where sometimes that can become like overwhelming. And this week I really had to check myself and just be like, look, boo, you ain't really got it all together. So that's why gratitude. And I think self-care is real important for me, you know, really important for me. Cause this week I, I, I just wasn't on it. I wasn't on point. I wasn't feeling it. It is so hot in the studio. I don't know if I can get through this episode, how hot it is. I took my jacket off, but can we do something about this? I'm hot. I'm hot. I don't really do this. I don't really stop in mid-sentence, but I'm so damn hot. So for me, practicing gratitude and self-care is real important because especially like with living in New York City and the hustle and bustle, it's so easy to forget how important it is to take care of yourself, to take care of yourself and to take care of your needs and just make sure you're okay. Cause I just wasn't feeling it. I just wasn't, I tried to push through the week, you know, cause as we got to like Thursday, the weather was just so like cloudy and we had this overcast and it was like raining all day. I had a meeting with my therapist, which we will talk more about um, later in the show. I think it's very important for someone to see like a therapist, a shrink, you know, cause there's, a lot of stigma when it comes to mental health in the black community and you need someone to talk to sometimes like it's okay to be like look I got a lot of shit going on I need to go talk to someone about it honestly because with me like I how can I put this without sounding like so patronizing um I don't know I can't explain like for the like how I was raised since a young girl uh my family uh, my nuclear family I was always raised to be socially better than everyone you know uh, my family puts a big deal on you know social status and the way we carry ourselves and who we are and who we come from is really important um, and I, I don't I don't think my parents and my grandparents meant to bring me up in like a rude or snotty way or to say that I'm better than everyone. But for the longest, I always had to be better than everyone else as a young child. So in school, like, yeah, grades were important. Um, you know, they, they, they wanted me to do well and, and to succeed. Yeah, that's important. But most important is who you are as important. Like, you know, like who you are as a person, like socially, like, you know, as far as like s- social status, economics, and all of that. So I, I had to strive to be better, you know, like when my grades weren't better or, or if it was something that had to do with athletics 
and I wasn't as athletic as another person, I'm like, oh, okay, that's God-given talent. I might can't beat, you know, I probably can't beat you in track or basketball, but I can beat you in other things, you know. Um, So now I'm realizing that that might not have been the correct correct way to raise a person. Uh, Because now that I'm older and I'm an adult, I've already achieved or attained all of my, I guess, worldly goals so far. I mean, I have others, of course, that I haven't achieved. But so when you put so much pressure on a young person to achieve um, at, at a young age like me, when you do finally do that, you realize that you're so um, ahead of the game. And when I say this, I don't mean to sound patronizing or to put other people down for where they are in life. I realize that myself that I have achieved a lot than most people my age. So therefore, when it comes to career and life things, I find it really hard to talk to certain people or to ask for advice because no one has, has is going through what I've been through or they have not been through what I'm going through yet because I'm so, we're just not on the same page. So sometimes I, it's hard for me to talk to people, you know, so that's why I think it's, you know, important for you to, you know, talk to a therapist, talk to a shrink if you're feeling lonely and if you feel that, you know, can't nobody relate to you, you know, that's that's important because this week was like really really rough for me I honestly felt like have you guys don't you hate it like when one of your um headphones like only one side of of, of your headphones work you know what I'm saying that's how I felt like just walking around New York City and just only one of my earphones was working that's how like messed up I was this week just emotionally you know Thursday I just couldn't freaking take it like Thursday I went to see my therapist or whatever I got out of bed for that I was so tired I got out of bed for that it was like an emergency (laughs) it was an emergency meeting like an emergency session because I just saw him Tuesday and you know I I did some crazy shit the day before you know I done said some shit whatever I'm over it I said it I said it it came out of my mouth I apologize for it whatever I'm not gonna keep keep apologizing for it or just keep feeling bad about it or whatever you know it was just a a natural reaction you know I said some things that probably shouldn't have said but whatever I don't care fuck it um so yeah I had to go see him and tell him like what was going on and that day I just was not feeling it like I got out of bed some kind of way I put both of my socks inside out after I left, I went to Key Foods to buy some syrup for my pancakes because it was still in the morning. At this point, I had already decided that, look, I'm going to take a personal self-care day, you know, from work. I just I just can't. So at that point, I had already decided that, hey, I'm not going to work. I'm not fit. I'm not fit to, to be in and, to, and for people to be in my face and talking to me and me. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I, I just I just wasn't feeling it. So I went to Key Foods to buy some syrup for my pancakes, went in there, left my damn credit card inside of the machine, left my groceries there, walked out, just walked straight out down the street. I heard someone screaming, ma'am, ma'am. And I'm like, who the fuck are you calling ma'am? You know, I'm like, how old do I look? And I turn around, I'm like, oh, holy shit. I left my groceries in the store, I left my credit card inside the machine. And you know, like if you have a chip, when you um kind of slide it in or whatever, it beeps at you to take it out so you know when it's time to take it out. So the thing had to have been beeping at me 
And I just wasn't hearing it or, or I just wasn't paying attention because I literally, my mind was gone. And I was like, yeah, you need to, you need to just go home. And then earlier that week, I just, just getting out of bed, you know, and just taking a bath, you know, those things I just like don't want to do. Like, I swear to God, guys, I do not leave the house nasty or dirty. I take a bath or a shower anytime before I leave the house, but I just didn't feel like doing it. I was like, oh my God, I don't feel like getting out of bed. You know, so that's, that's my kind of week. I feel a lot better, you know, because Thursday I didn't go to work it was just like a personal self-care day Friday I had already had the day off Friday so Friday I just spent some time home and just chilling hanging out with a friend in Harlem so you know I I'm 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 feeling better I was able to get the rest that I need so that's why I'm just gonna go hard today on this podcast you guys I'm gonna be in the studio I'm gonna record some intro videos for ways from home I did a part one and part two for that of that podcast episode and same clothes as yesterday. Yeah. So that's very interesting. If you guys don't know this, this is an interactive podcast. You can watch or you can listen or you can watch and listen. So you can find me on social media, um, Tom Girl Podcast on Instagram, Tom Girl Podcast. Same thing for Twitter. My personal social media is Annoying Artist. You spell Annoying, A-N-N-O-Y-I-N, Artist, A-R-T-I-S-T. So that's where you can find me. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to be introducing a new segment to my podcast called The New Millennial. And so I'm going to incorporate that and The Best Friends Chronicle as well. Speaking of The Best Friends Chronicle, we're going to record an episode today live. I've never done it live in the studio. So I'm going to have uh, my best friend call in the hybrid phone and we're going to do it live in the studio. So that'll be really, really fun and interesting. So I'll save that for the end. But this new segment of my podcast called The New Millennial, this is something that I really find interesting um, with just me and things that I like as a millennial and how everything is changing and how I'm adapting and how I don't, you know, grocery shop anymore. So this week I have three different brands that I will talk about. I will talk about them briefly, really quick. The first one is Care Of. Um, it's pretty much a vitamin subscription. The second one is called Flor. It's a perfume fragrance subscription and they send it to your house. And the last one is called Cayuchi. This is for all my people out there who loves good bed sheets, towels, home person. You know, I told you guys I have a Venus in Taurus. So I, I care about, I care about things like that. Like that, that, that's my love language. My love language is to come home to a nice bed, a nice mattress, some nice, expensive, clean sheets. I don't be sleeping on no Mickey Mouse shits. I don't be sleeping on no Walmart $20 sheets. No, you know, so, you know, so these are subscription. These, these are monthly subscriptions that I have that I found on social media and that I think are interesting. So later throughout the show, I will talk about those three things and they'll be featured, you know, on the new millennial. I'll try to do yeah a different segment each week about things that I find interesting and how millennials are just changing the way that we shop. I find that a lot of really good business models are switching to subscriptions and I want to talk about that a little later. So the title of this podcast, and this one is very, um, 
This one will be very private for me, and it'll specifically have to do, you know, to just deal with me and who I am as a person. So I titled this Still Writing in My Diary, Part 1, parentheses, Ariana. And I just want to talk about myself and how I feel a lot of people really have me wrong. Um, And I really don't, I really don't care, but it's just something that I just want to say and just go on the record. You know, people have a lot of misconceptions of me or how I come across as a person, which is just really just weird. Like, I get that I'm controlling a lot that's the first misconception I am not controlling I don't try to control anything because I really don't give a fuck it's just who I am as a person I'm a very structured person like period I don't I don't like nonsense. I already said I don't like to do things that don't make sense. So when I'm with another person and you like pit patting and playing around, I ain't got time. I ain't got time for like I ain't got time for all of that. So I'm like, where you know, I'm like, okay, where is it? Let's do it. I'm like this, this, that. You know, I don't, I don't waste time. I'm not go fool around. You know, like when it comes to just chilling with different people and we like going out and hanging. I remember one time I was hanging with this one girl or whatever, and we were going to this party like somewhere in Williamsburg and she tried to like tell me where it was but I knew where it was and I'm like it's not over there we, we got to take this street you know she's like no it's down this street I'm like look I'm telling you it's not down that street you can walk down that street if you want to but I'm not going to waste time because I'm trying to get to this party and not wait in line so you can follow me or you can follow your phone or your map or whatever you want to do but I know where I'm going so she took offense to that and she thought that I was controlling I'm like, first of all, you're using the word in the wrong context, not even the right word to use. I'm not controlling. You know, you could say that I come across as a little demanding, um, patronizing, maybe. I, I That's the word that you should use is patronizing. And I don't do that on purpose. Like I said, you know, just the way that I was raised and, and how I came up. Um, damn, I really can't explain this or talk about it without sounding like an elitist. Y'all love to fucking throw that damn word around. Elitist, elitist. I'm not a fucking elitist. I, I, I really don't care. I just can't because, I don't know, people will ask for my opinion or if I dare say anything about XYZ, it always comes off as... I think I know what I'm talking about because I think I'm better than everyone else. But that's not the case at all. So I think people have that biggest misconception about me. Um, so controlling is definitely the, 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 the wrong term to use. Like I'm, I'm not controlling at all. Um, I don't care to be in control. I do. I'm lying. I'm lying. <laughs> I'm lying. I, I, I do care to be in control, but like not like that. Like not. Not like that. Um. <laughs> nothing scares me more than an aggressive femme. Like, nothing scares me more than an aggressive femme that absolutely does not know what the fuck she is doing. Like, I don't know what it is or how I've been attracting these people. Because right now, my relationship status is I'm single, but I'm just I'm just a girl. You know, I'm just a person. I'm a, you know, we're, we're all people. I'm just people and I'm chilling right now but I don't know what it is I just keep attracting these aggressive femmes and they're just like I'm like girl chill out like damn like y'all are really I don't know it's it's like <laughs> y'all don't really know know what the fuck y'all doing and it's like slightly attractive and slightly annoying to where I'm like okay I'll just let you do go ahead just like do whatever because you don't know what the fuck you're doing 
But and that's that's the thing. It's like I'm learning to not say anything. I'm learning to keep my mouth closed and to let things just fall where they are, you know, because I yes, I do like to be in control. I just don't do things that doesn't make sense. So if it doesn't make sense to me, I'm not going to do it. You know, and then when I deal with these different personalities and these different aggressive films and they come and they try to do things that I just know are not fucking making sense when I say, hey, like, let's do it this way or let's not let's go here. It's all it's all of a sudden I'm controlling. I'm trying to control the situation when I'm really not. It's just what the fuck you're doing just doesn't make any goddamn sense to me. So it's hot up in here, y'all. <laughs> it is hot up in here. So yeah, like I like I like I'm learning to be cool. I'm learning to say okay, but it's very hard for me, as you can see. I'm just learning to say okay, you know, you know. There's nothing wrong with the way you want to do things. I understand. Um, you have a way of doing things the same way that I have a way of doing things, and there's nothing wrong with that, you know. But yeah, nothing scares me more than an aggressive femme. And speaking of aggressive femmes, I went on this date recently um, a few weeks ago. So this was like probably the first week of September. And I'm going to share this story with you because this is a real life story and this happened to me. So, you know, I like I like to engage my followers and listeners and just be completely honest. Um, but at the same time, I want to protect the other person's identity because this is a real ass story. This is a real ass person. She has feelings. She has emotions. And she's my number one fan. So she's probably going to be listening to this. So I'm going to be very, very careful about, you know, what I say and, 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 and how I say it. <laughs> okay. So as you guys know, I am back on Tinder as of recently. You know, I just was at work and I was like, hmm. I want to see what's what's on Tinder. You know, I haven't been on Tinder in a little while. And the summer's over and the fall is here. And it's it's getting to that time where it's time to cuddle up and, you know, be booed up. Right. So I'm trying to see what's popping. Like, what's what's really good? What's really good, ma? So I'm on Tinder and, you know, I'm not really looking for anything. Just trying to see. <laughs> just trying to see. And I was on Tinder and I got to swiping and I swiped right on this girl. And she was like really, really cute. You know, Dominican, you know, just my type, whatever, whatever. So we get to talking and I'm like, oh, okay, you know, this is cool. This is going somewhere. So we start talking for like, you know, a few days. I'm like, all right, you know, you in the city, you work in the city, I work in the city. So we decided to meet up one day. Now, I'm not going to say her name. I'm not going to do any of that, whatever. I'm just telling the story. So just follow along. So um, I met her on a Monday. It was the first time. I think it was like a nope, 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 no. Let me backtrack because I don't even work on Mondays. See, let me see. So it was like a Wednesday. It was a Wednesday. So we met after work because she works um, near near Union Square. So I met her, you know, after work, we went to this park, whatever, and we just chilled and talked and, you know, smoked some weed in the park. Got to know each other. So I was like, oh, okay, this is, you know, cool. She's cool. You know, I can see myself seeing her again, whatever, you know. She's a little younger than me, two years younger than me, which is like, that's, if I'm, I'm 26, guys. So 24 is like the lowest I'll go. I just don't date people who are younger than me just for like, um health reasons I find it healthier to date people your age or older than you for some reason you know just my health is better as a whole when I do that um yeah so 24 is like the lowest I'll go as far as age wise 
So, you know, we're, we're talking and dating. She's very, very smart, you know, works at a good law firm, you know, good head on her shoulders, all of that. So I really like my first impression of her. So, you know, we continue to talk. And the next day she's like, you know, I really liked you. Do you want to um, have dinner? night after work so I was like yeah you know where would you like to go you know you can pick the place so she said you know um how about let's go to this Mexican place I know they have really good you know drinks and stuff and you know I was like okay I don't I don't really drink at all like period I might do it once in a while socially but I'm not a huge drinker so I went to this Mexican restaurant and um she orders some food I don't really too much care for Mexican either so I did suggest another place it was this Korean um, wing spot called Turntables. Math for Chicken. If you are ever in New York City, I suggest you check out Turntables Math for Chicken because they are. It's delicious. They're chicken. They're food. It's fresh. It's so good. I swear. It's like they kill. They they like kill the chicken back in, in like in the back of the in the back of the kitchen. That's how fresh it is. It's like they have the chicken and the chicken is alive and they fucking chop the head off and they season it and they do it right there and they serve it to you. That's how fucking fresh the chicken is. Bet you. So she's like, you know, so me, I'm trying that whole like I said, I'm not I don't want to be controlling. I don't want to be demanding. So I was like, okay, you you want to go to this restaurant, you know, we can do this the first time, the next time I'm choosing the restaurant, you know, because this is going to be starting, starting that shit off. You know, I'm like, OK, I'm, I'm letting you know, we're going to go to the place that you want to go to first. And then the next date I choose, you know, of course. So I had already agreed. I didn't agree. I had already in my head say, OK, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and just pay for this date, whatever, whatever. So I went to the ATM. I don't carry cash on me at all. So I went to the ATM and I, and I just took out like 80 bucks or whatever. You know, I knew that it was more than enough because I had already checked their menu to see how, how much prices were. You should, you should do that before you go out on a date. You should check the menu, first of all, to see if you will actually like anything on their menu. And second of all, to see if you can afford any goddamn thing on the motherfucking menu. So that's what I did. You know, I... I checked the menu and I was like, oh, okay, you know, I can I can afford everything on this menu, so this is not a problem. She should be able to fucking order whatever she wants to order. So we go to the so so we go to the restaurant. She orders, I order. We have this conversation, whatever. Like I said, I'm not a huge Mexican fan. There was there wasn't even anything that I really liked on the menu, um, at all. But I, I, I took two bites of that burrito, and that burrito was like $13, so I just threw away $13, now that I think about it. So, you know, um, I was like, okay, whatever, you know. So we leave the restaurant, and we agreed to, we were in Hell's Kitchen. So we agreed to walk down to the pier and smoke a joint, you know. So we were in Hell's Kitchen, so we walked all the way down to the pier. I think it was like, it's not Chelsea. We weren't in Chelsea Pier. Maybe, maybe it was Chelsea. I don't know. Hell's Kitchen. I don't know, guys. I don't know. I'm thinking I'm thinking what pier it was. Pier 59, 90. You guys know what I'm talking about, New Yorkers. But anyway, we were down there. So I rolled the joint. We're sitting down talking. And we were a little high. You know, we done smoked it. We're a little high. We're, we're all cuddled up. So my arm <laughs> is like around her or whatever. And this is the funny part, guys. This is the funny part. So she fucking ran off. She ran off on me like 
I probably should have told you guys that first before I started telling you the story because you're probably like, damn, where the hell is this story going? But we sat down and we were smoking a joint, right? And she started to tell me about the previous person that she was dealing with. And this is an issue that's very, very sensitive to her. So I'm really trying to watch what I say. So apparently I was being an asshole, but I didn't. I wasn't trying to be an asshole. So she was telling me the story about how... The last person she dated um, told her, these were her exact words, right? So I'm, t- I'm being honest with y'all, told her that, hey, I like you and all, but it just seems like you don't care about your appearance. So when she said that to me, I thought she was joking. I just thought it was just, you know, because I don't, I don't really fuck it. I don't care about your appearance. Y'all should honestly see my track record. Like I don't, I don't give a fuck. Like what, like uh, like whatever's available is is what I'm on right now. Like I, I I don't really care. You know what I'm saying? I don't really care about your appearance like that. Like so, what I said, this was something that just came out of my mouth. I wasn't trying to be an asshole. I wasn't trying to be rude. I was like, you know what? I could kind of see that. And she cut me off. She cut me off. She did this thing with her head and her neck where she turned and she was like, "Are you serious?" are you really agreeing with what that person said? Like, are you really validating everything that that person said? And then at that moment, I knew my smile dropped. And I was like, oh my God, you said the wrong motherfucking thing. And she started crying. And then my arm was around her shoulder and she like took it off, like get off me. And she's like, you know what? I should go. I should go. I should go. And I was like, go where? Go where? So she puts on her jacket. She gets up. I had her lighter in my hand and I was playing with it. And she stood up and she was like, can I have my lighter back? And I was like, yeah. And she snatched the lighter out of my hand and she just fucking took off. So now I'm sitting there at the pier looking at the water like, damn, you are a fucking asshole. You made this girl cry. Like, what do you do, Ariana? Do you get up and do you go chase after her? Or do you just sit there and feel sad for yourself that she just fucking walked off on you? So I'm like, you got to be kidding me. So obviously now at this point, I see that this is a very sensitive and emotional thing for her that she's dealing with that I do take very seriously. But I had no idea. I honestly, what I was going to say was, guys, I was going to say, look, I could kind of see what she's saying, you know, but I don't really care about, you know, your appearance or like how you look, you know, I think you're beautiful either way. Like whether you have on some jeans, sneakers, I mean, she did. She wasn't uh, she's not ugly. She's not ugly, guys. Like she's not ugly at all. You know, so obviously this is like some deeper things that she's dealing with on her own. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, you fucking asshole. Do you go chase after this girl? So at this point, I'm still sitting there. Like, what? This bitch done ran off on you after the second date, girl. So I'm like, do you, do I go chase after her or do I sit there? So my ass was like, okay, Ariana, go fucking get her. So she's already walking all the way down the pier. So me, I get up, I put my backpack on. I had on these skinny ass jeans. So I had no fucking room to run and I had to glide. I had to fucking glide. I couldn't run because I couldn't bend my knees and my jeans, so I had to, like, glide. So I'm, like, trying to 
catch up to her because she done hauled ass on me, right? So she's mad. She's crying. I'm like, look, 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 look. I'm calling after her, right? I'm trying not to make a scene. I'm calling her name. Look, slow down, slow down. So I finally catch up to her. And at this point, um, the light was about to turn green. So she was standing there waiting. So once the light turned red i'm sorry the light was about to turn red so once the light turns red pedestrians have the right of way to walk across so i knew that while i was hauling ass and trying to catch her i knew that i had to do so before that light turned red because once she walks across the street i'm because right now i'm out of breath guys so i'm fucking gliding trying to catch up to her and i'm like let me talk to you i'm sorry please slow down so i finally get to her and i grab her purse because she's a little taller than me and i'm like short so I grab her purse and she like swings her purse and she hits me with a purse. She's like, get off me. So I'm like, okay. She's been beating me up with her purse like all like as we're like walking through Hell's Kitchen, this heavy ass purse. Every time she turns around, it fucking hits me, turns this way, she fucking hits me. So I'm like, she's like, get off me. So I'm like, okay. So I started, she started, okay, so the light is red now. So she starts to walk across and I'm like walking. I'm like, look, let me talk to you. I'm sorry. I didn't know. I didn't know. She's like, no, you know, she's, now we're getting really loud and we're in Hell's Kitchen and all these white people are looking at us and she's just like, leave me alone, leave me alone, leave me alone. So I'm like, oh my God. So I'm like, okay, I'm not going to cause a scene in front of all these white people. So she started, she just hauled ass. She took off and she's crying. So I feel like an asshole. So I was like, okay, just stand behind her. I was like, don't make a scene. Don't chase after her anymore. Stand behind, just walk behind her and see if she like, <laughs> stop. You know, I'll just see if she, she did stop. So at this point, I'm like, okay, maybe if I call her, wrong motherfucking decision, wrong motherfucking decision. So I called her, and of course, she forwards my call to voicemail. So I'm like, okay. So I call again, she forwards it to voicemail. So I leave a voicemail, and I'm like, look, I'm so sorry, I didn't mean it, I think you're so beautiful either way, I had no idea, please forgive me, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. So then... (laughs) And I'm actually going to play these voicemails. Um, This is a really interesting story. I'm going to play these voicemails for you. She keeps walking and I call again. So at this point, I've probably called about three times. At this point, she has blocked my number. So, you know, if you have an iPhone, you can block a number and it's going to ring one time. Then the next time it's going to go straight to voicemail. So I realize that I'm blocked. So I'm just leaving voicemails like, look, you know, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. Look, I'm so sorry. I'm leaving these voicemails back to back to back to back to back. So I actually um, I still talk to her to this day and I'm able to um, salvage these voicemails for you. So I'm going to play the very first voicemail. Here's the first voicemail. So as you can see, you know, I'm I'm really apologetic. I'm really, really trying. Here's the second voicemail. Welcome. I apologize. I didn't mean it. I'm really sorry. I thought you were making a joke about it. I had no idea that you felt that way. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm like a jerk. I just hope you're okay. Make your home safe. Here's a third voicemail. Okay, this is my fourth time calling. I really really appreciate it. I don't know where you went now. Um. So at this point, I 
lose her because she's walking so fast to try to get away from me and get back to Times Square. So I, I, I lost her. She's out of my sight. And I'm just like, yo, I don't know. She was walking hella, hella fast. So I'm like, all right, I got a, I got a plan B, you know, let me fucking hop on Instagram. So by the time I leave um, Hell's Kitchen and I make it back to um, Times Square, 42nd Street. So it's about like 12, 12 minute walks. So by the time I get to Times Square, I was like, all right, let me get on Instagram. I'm just going to message her. I'm going to shoot her a DM or whatever, whatever. Aggravating as fuck. I know I'm aggravating as fuck. By the time I got to fucking Times Square, she done already had me blocked on Instagram. So I'm like, damn, how do you think so fast? You just ran off on me on a date, just up and left like, fuck you, motherfucker. I'm out. I tried, I run you down, I call you, you're like, fuck off, you blocked my number, you blocked me on Instagram, how do you even think to do that? I don't know, but she did. So then I'm like, alright, I got a fucking plan C, let me hop on Tinder, let me see if she don't blocked my ass on Tinder. So I hopped on Tinder, I'm like messaging her, like, look, I'm really sorry, I didn't mean it. Because <laughs> I really felt like, I really felt horrible. Because I really like the girl. I really don't, you know, I don't think she's ugly or anything like that. You know, I just was like, whoa, like, where did this come? It wasn't my intention at all. So I just wanted to let that be known. So I get home. I call my best friend and I tell her about it. And she's like, girl, you did not fucking deserve that shit. You deserved a lot of shit. You deserve drinks being thrown in your face. You deserve a lot of shit, but you did not deserve that shit. So uh, I was like, you know what? Yeah, that's, that's true. But I still should, you know, I still need to make sure she got home safe at least. So I left it alone. The next morning. This is my morning of redemption. The next morning, I called her phone. It rang once. It rang twice. It rang three times. And I was like, okay, you unblocked. You unblocked. She unblocked you. <laughs> she didn't answer. She didn't answer. She didn't answer the phone. But I left another voicemail. Here's a voicemail. I'm sorry. It's like extremely early in the morning. I've been thinking about you all night. Um, just let me know if... Made it home safe. I apologize about last night. I was not trying to be an asshole or a jerk or intentionally hurt your feelings. Like, I had no idea that this was something that bothered you because I don't care either way. Um, I think you are a very beautiful girl. No matter what you were, like, I honestly don't care. But I don't. I didn't know. You know, I wasn't trying to be an asshole. I didn't fucking know. So apologize um, if I hurt your feelings. You know, it's like, it's cool if you never talk to me again, you know, just let me know if you're okay. Um, yeah, I hope to hear from you. I'm sorry I didn't mean to uh, ruin your night, like, at all. I was really enjoying you and our time together, so uh, please understand. Please accept my apology if you do. If you don't, it's cool. Bye. And then after that voicemail, she finally messaged me back. And she's like, look, you know, you really didn't, you know, what you did, you didn't know, but you still shouldn't have said it, yada, 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 yada. So we, so anyways, long story short, we ended up uh, making up and I still talk to her to this day. So that was just my one crazy experience and I just wanted to share that with you guys. So what's coming through my headphones? <laughs> Yeah. 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 Don't call.
This is Rico Nasty Phone from her new album, Sugar Trap, to I really, really love it. This is what's coming through my headphones. Call my phone on some bullshit. Don't call my phone on some bullshit. So that is Rico Nasty Phone. Sugar Trap 2, I really, really like it. Like, this fucking album really, really goes hard. Moving on. So let's talk about my new segment called The New Millennial. And I feel that I'm pretty much a new millennial. So I'm going to tell you how I pretty much came up with this idea. Um, I was having a conversation with my hairstylist while I was getting my hair done. Because at the time, um, I used to get my hair done every other Friday so she was like what are you doing this weekend you know and for the longest I guess the weekends or Saturdays were always a day where you know Sundays you would stay home clean up cook and you would just get ready for the work week so Sundays I mean Saturdays you could just you know be out grocery shopping getting your hair done just running errands or doing those things and I was trying to tell her I was like um I don't really have any plans as of yet because the things that I used to do on a Saturday I don't really do them anymore because I do them from the comfort of my own home so that's when I came up with this new segment of my podcast called the new millennial for example i do all of my shopping online pretty much i do like my like grocery shopping so saturdays were like a day where you would get out of the bed run errands grocery shop pick up little items i don't grocery shop anymore because one like i told you guys i hate standing in lines i absolutely do not stand in lines on the weekends not unless i have to and today i actually broke that rule because i was standing in line at a coffee shop and i just almost could kill myself but yeah i do all my grocery shopping online i order from fresh direct i don't really go to department stores i have not been inside of a department store in years like a Macy's or whatever they have now. I haven't been inside of a department store. So I pretty much um, buy all my clothes. I have a personal stylist. I use Trunk Club for women. So every three months she sends out, you know, new clothes that I like. This actually came. This this what I have on. This is cashmere. Um, this is a cashmere um, turtleneck. You guys know that you can't wash cashmere. You know, I was actually going to title my podcast, You Can't Wash Cashmere. Um, 
that would have been a fly-ass title. I think I still might do it. But, um, yeah, so I don't really have a need to be out, you know. So this week I'm going to be talking about three new brands, and I actually brought some in the studio because this is also an interactive podcast. It's a vlog as well. So you can find that on YouTube, Tom Girl Podcast. So when I'm talking about it, I know if you guys are listening, you can't see it. But if you want to see, you can just log on to YouTube once this video is posted and you can see it, or you might can see it on my social media. Okay, so the first one that I'm going to be talking about is Kayuchi. I cannot, I did, I can't bring them to you because they're bed sheets. They have bed sheets, they have duvet covers, they have towels. You can find them online at www.kayuchi. You spell that C O Y U C I.com. And it's pretty, all of these things are monthly subscriptions, guys. So this is a monthly subscription. You can do that or you can buy them just outright. They're very expensive. They're like $300 sheets. So it's called Kayuchi, and you can choose between 6 months, 12 months, or 24 months where you can purchase new, organic, pure sheets. They're very organic. You, they have different kinds. They have pre-cal, flannel, cotton, whatever interests you, as well as towels, rugs, and you pay for these things monthly. And what happens is you can choose six months, 12 months, 24 months. And once your period is over, you can send your sheets and your towels back and they will repurpose it, refurbish it, or just do whatever with it. And they will send you new ones. So that way you never really have to pay for sheets again. This is only if you are comfortable with doing monthly subscriptions. And me, my Venus is in Taurus. I love sheets right now i have brooklinen you know they're an nyc based company i really really love them they're like 300 dollars each i have um some sheets a duvet a duvet cover they're really really nice they're really really comfortable but it's time for me to like choose some different sheets so i pretty much found them online through social media they have instagram and it really, really caught my eye. So I wanted to share that with you guys. Um, everything, their products, like everything is organic and natural. And they're, it's environmentally friendly. And they're really, really comfortable. They're based in California, I think Northern California. Um, and you guys can look them up. I've read reviews. They're really, really good. And I actually slept on them last night for the first time. And they're awesome. So they're called Kayuchi. If you are into bed sheets. You never have to pay for bed sheets again. I really, really like them, and I think you guys should check them out. Um, so, which brings me to my next one. I actually brought this here to show you guys. This is Care Of. These are my monthly vitamins. If I can open it, I'll show you guys. This is really cool, and they're really personal. It says, made for Ariana. That's my first name. You guys can see that. Camera. Boom. They're very, very personal. So how I found out about Care Of, because right now the vitamin business, as far as like vitamin subscriptions, is booming. There's tons and tons of different vitamins out there, guys. So as you guys know, I'm anemic. I have low iron, low blood pressure, all that bullshit. So it's very important for me to like take care of myself. So I was at my local Dwayne Reed or CVS and I was looking for some vitamins and they had so many multivitamins, different vitamins, vitamin D, all of that stuff to where it was like impossible for me to like 
realize what I wanted. I wanted something that was personal to myself and I couldn't find that because a bunch of these multivitamins have a bunch of different shit in them that you really don't need. So I was looking online. I was like, okay, there has to be something better. And that's when I found Care Of. So if you're interested, you can go to www.takecare.com, T-A-K-E-C-A-R-E.com. And pretty much you go on their website. They'll ask you a bunch of questions about where you live, and they will give you recommendations of what you should take. So I know I need iron, so of course that's a given. I live in New York City, so we don't get a lot of sunlight, so therefore, you know, I might need vitamin D, which I do have a vitamin D deficiency, or I did at that time. So I ordered vitamin D. So it's pretty much you take a survey, and based on where you live and your health, they will give you different suggestions, and you can go from there. Or you can just look at all the type of vitamins and stuff that they have and you can choose that way. And this is a monthly subscription. So they mail them out every 30 days and they're so personalized for you. Um, This is really cool. And it's like a little dispensary and the packs are down here. So you just kind of like pull one out and it says, hi, Ariana. And then it says, unscramble this word. I can't. I don't know. But inside of my pack, in the back of it, so here's what's included in my pack for this month. Of course, iron, I have a probiotic blend, I have evening primrose, and I have um, ashwagandha (laughs) for my stress, ashwagandha, rhodiola, something like that. I think I'm pronouncing this shit right. Then on the back, of course, there's all the supplement facts, um, and it's very, very interesting And they come in a little packet so it's easy to remember to just take your vitamins for a day. So this is what I use. So every 30 days I get a subscription and this cost me probably about like $30, $31. So I I, I like that. There's different kinds. There's ritual um, vitamins for women. Um, Ritual is really big. You have take care right now that's dominating this field. And there's another one that I cannot think of. Hum. I think HUM is really popular. And Take Care is an NYC-based company. You guys know I like to support local. So awesome. Those are my vitamins. So moving on to my third thing that I have. This is called Floor. And you spell that with a P. P-H-L-U-R dot com. So this is a fragrance subscription. And I thought this was very, very interesting because as you guys know, I do not go to department stores. I have not been in a department store in years And I needed some new perfume, you know. Um, The last time I bought some perfume, I was in Colorado, and I was able to make my own perfume, and I named it after myself, of course, you know. And that was really cool, but, you know, I'm like, that was like two years ago, so I wanted to try new fragrances. So pretty much you go online, and you guys are wondering, like, how how do I know if I'm going to like this fragrance if... I can't smell it. So pretty much they do a visual test. And based off of the photos that you like, they will send you that scent. They will send you a sample of that scent. You can choose up to three. And um, they'll charge you $18. And what happens is that $18 is $18 credit that goes towards purchasing a bottle of it. I think it's like 50, 50, 50 milliliter bottle of perfume. So it's kind of expensive, but it's really, really cool. And they ship it out to you fast. So I have three different samples. This first one is called Grey Lock, which is what I have, which is what I'm wearing right now. So this is a sample of it. So I have Grey Lock, I have Ciano, and I have Olmstead and Vaux. 
I think they were designers of Central Park or something like that in New York City. So I found this very, very interesting. And they'll send you like little notes about how to try it on, how to use it. And then once you wear them for a few days and you get comfortable and say, okay, this is the one that I like, then you can go online and make your purchase. They are NYC-based company. They're really, really good. Um, they're kind of like on the pricey side. But of course, I found them online through social media. And that pretty much wraps up the first edition or my first segment of The New Millennial. So like I said, guys, I told you earlier in the show that I was going to do The Best Friends Chronicles live. And I am. So I hope you guys like this episode. I have no idea what we're going to get into. Y'all guys, this this has been a really, really, really fun episode. I really, really like it. Y'all, I'm so glad that I fucking did this and I came in the studio. Still writing in my diary, part one, parentheses, Ariana. Y'all hear the music. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening to another episode of Tom Girl Podcast. I'm Annoying Artist. Thank you guys so much for all the support. I really, really appreciate it. Y'all don't know how much, how much I really appreciate it and how good it fucking feels. Like, honestly, thank you guys so much. New Mexico kept it real from the jump. East Coast Annoying, I'm the best thing going. PVD goes the hardest, and everything I do is so motherfucking Providence. Good night from Manhattan.